We are in Simen Shin Yud Ches. Allah is at Bishol and Shabbos. We're up to Siftes, and we'll be doing Tes and Yud. Siftes Kli Rishon. Pirish says the Ramah Hakli Shemishtamish Ba'ala Eish, the actual pot that you cooked in. Even though it is no longer on the fire, Mavashel, it has the ability to cook whatever you place in it, so long as the pot itself um, is hot enough that you couldn't touch it. If you touch it, your finger would, would be drawn away. So if you empty a pot, or if you didn't have, sorry, you didn't empty the pot, the pot is full, you boiled up water in it. Say so you boiled up water on Erev Shabbos. You took the pot off the fire. It is now Shabbos. You would like to go and put some flavoring into this water. The halach is you couldn't. You could not go and put, uh, could put spices in it. So say a simple case. What happened was someone made a chicken soup and what they would like to do is add spices to the pot after they took the pot off the fire. He would have thought, well, I'm not cooking on Shabbos. True, the spices are raw. They've never been cooked before. But I can put it in this in this keli because it's no longer on the fire. Says the Machamber, you couldn't spice your chicken soup off the fire um, in, the, in the pot because a klirishin is mevashel. Avol melach, how about salt? So the truth is there's a machlokis in the Gemara as to um, the status of salt. There's one opinion in the Gemara that salt actually is, uh, take, takes a lot more heat than anything else to cook, and salt will only cook in a klirishon al ha'ish. Salt will only cook on the fire. The other opinion says the other way around, that salt cooks easily and will even cook in a kelisheni. So the first day in the Mechaber is going with the, with the day in the Gemara that salt does not even cook in a klirishon unless it's on the fire. Avomelach, mutuliten letocho, kivin shaviro meala eish. But salt you can put in it, since the pot is not on the fire. The tzricha milcha bishulo kavisra de tura. Because salt needs cooking to the degree that an ox meat would. Now the, the uh, machaber is just uh, sidetracking a little bit. And he's saying, V'yesh misha oser loses atok ze basur maluach afilhu shal shor. The Gemara makes it sound like salt, oh, that wouldn't cook if there's no fire under the pot because salt needs cooking like ox meat, which means that if you put bisridatura, if you will put basara shor, if you put ox meat on the fire, on, in, in a pot that's not on the fire on Shabbos, you won't be chayiv because it only cooks on the fire. So this Yeshmi Oser says the Gemara didn't really mean that you're allowed to put ox meat in a pot off the fire. Um, because ox meat, although the meat itself will only cook on the fire, it does have liquid in it, and that liquid will cook even not on the fire. Now the Mechaber used the Lashna Bosa Maluach salted meat. Says the Ramah, Hagav Nirali, the below Maluach Nami Yasser. That even if this meat is not salted, that's going to be Yasser. Eladinakad Maluach, the Balavach Yasser Mishum Dam Shabo. The reason it says salted because you cannot cook unsalted meat. It'll become treif. It'll become usher because it'll absorb its blood. So what he meant was kosher meat. So this is the first opinion. The first day in the Shulchan Aruch is following the shita that salt will only cook in a klirishon al ha'esh. V'yesh osrim loses melach afilu b'klisheni kolzman sheyatzal edespo. And others, the other lashon in the Gemara is the other way around. 
it says that salt cooks so easily that even in a klisheni, so long as it's still yatzal lettuce, well, you couldn't put salt. Vahamachmir tova olav bracha. This is a lashon of the Rishonim. Tosu says vahamachmir tova olav bracha, which means that if you're machmir not to put salt into a klisheni, you get a bracha from the Rishonim. Now, um, the Mishnabura. Uh, the Mishnabura says that that uh, um, that uh, um, with regard to tavlin, the Machaber said that you cannot put tavlin in a kli rishon, uh, even if it's off the fire. Um, the, we had learned that the, the Gemara says the the, the, the the Mishnah says that you're allowed to put tavlin into a keli sheni. Um, tavlin is not kali abishal. Tavlin is not something that cooks easily, so it will not cook in a keli sheni. The Mishtaburi here brings the daya that that is only a liquid keli sheni. But let's say we're talking about um, putting salt on a hot piece of meat in a keli sheni, or a hot potato in a keli sheni, not salt, a tavlin. Spices, you'd like to put some, uh, you'd like to put some pepper or paprika on your, uh, on your uh, hot potato, or on your chicken, that's in a keli sheni. He says you cannot do that, um, because we are choshish, that a dover gush is a, a solid, maintains its heat, um, since the reason why a keli sheni is mutter, the Rishonim tell us, is because when you transfer the hot content of the pot into another pot, then the cold walls will cool it off. That doesn't go for a solid. The solid will retain its heat, and the fact that there are cold walls will not do anything to it, because a solid doesn't really cling to the keli. Now, um, with regard to salt, we said that salt is a toval of bracha of not putting it in a keli sheni. Says the Mishnabura, the salt we are discussing is mine salt. However, sea salt is cooked first, so it's already mavushal. If it's already mavushal, ain bishal acher bishal. The halachi is that there there would not be any problem of uh, of bishal. So first, one really has to check the uh, the systems that are used for desalination today, where what they do is uh, they will they will be able to separate the uh, the water from the the salt from the water. And then market the water separately and the salt separately. Um, the uh, the processes they use today do not necessarily call for heating up the water to that high a temperature. They can evaporate it without it becoming yatsoledesbo. So uh, um, uh, lamaisa, one cannot assume that all sea salt today has already been cooked. Now, um, the, uh, the Mishnaburah brings the day of Rabbi Akiva Eger that um, anything that dissolves in water is considered a liquid. So even if you have sea salt that has been cooked, putting that into a keli sheni would be problematic, um, putting that into a keli rishin, excuse me, would be problematic because what we would say is that um, even though it was cooked already, yesh bishalach or bishal balach, this is something liquid since it's going to dissolve into the water. Um, and the fact that it was cooked already doesn't help you since it cooled off completely. The same would go for sugar. According to Rebbe Eger, since sugar dissolves in water, even though the sugar has been cooked before, you could not go and, and put sugar into, uh, into uh, a, a keli rishin, um, because this is a keli rishin shalawala esh, uh, even though ain't bishal acher bishal. But the problem is that... Um, it's considered a liquid that cooled down, a dover lach that was nitztanein, there is bishal or bishal. Now, um, the Mishnaburah's maskani here is tovli zoher mikli rishon, which makes it sound like 
you have to be careful not to pour hot water from a Kli Rishon on to your salt or sugar. Now, with regard to salt, we say Tovah of Bracha, even in a Kli Sheni. So therefore, if you want to add salt to something, you have to make sure it's not in a, in a, uh, in a not even in a Kli Sheni, it should be in a Kli Shlishi. This is for your Tovah of Bracha, the Ikra Din is its Mutter, but if you want the Bracha of the Rishonim. With regard to sugar, what he's telling us is that sugar does cook in a, certainly does cook in a, a Kali Shani. However, sugar has been cooked before. The problem is Rabbi Akiva Eger. Rabbi Akiva Eger says that it's, that it's considered a liquid, so it's Bishalach or Bishalbalach. Now, in a Kali Shani, we already learned that there's no Bishalach or Bishalbalach. But Irui, pouring onto it, would still be Aser, which means, according to this, you don't pour hot water onto your sugar. You put sugar into the Kali Shani, where, where, into the hot water that's already sitting in a glass. Ramosha Feinstein claims that the Mishnah Brewer could not be doing this um, in, as a, being koshish for Abkivegar, because we'll later see that the Mishnah Brewer does not paskin like him at all. He holds that even a dover, a dover yavish that is, that is nimuach, a dover yavish that melts into water is not considered a liquid, it's considered a solid. And we do say ein bishalach or bishal. And we'll see that a little later. So why is he being machmer? Rav Moshe writes that he's being machmer because most people don't realize that sugar has been cooked before. I mean, most people don't really know what the process is. All they know is that sugar comes in bags. They do not know that sugar actually started off in the cane and, uh, and uh, was, was boiled in order to crystallize it and was ground afterwards. Uh, people don't realize it, that. As a result of that, Ramosha holds that the isser of pouring hot water onto sugar is as a because people don't know that it's been cooked. So Lamaisa, if someone would like to put sugar into his coffee or tea on Shabbos, the halachi is, first pour your boiling water into that kli and only afterwards put the sugar in. Now, with regard to coffee, um, there really is the question of, uh, of uh, how, do you, how do you do that? Can you pour boiling water onto your coffee? Coffee has been roasted. The question is, um, when you pour boiling water onto it, do we have to be choshish for bishol achertzli? That you're now cooking something that was roasted. So, um, Rav Moshe Feinstein doesn't seem to be machmir, although he said that he was machmir himself personally. Uh, however, many poskim are machmir. Rav Moshe considers the process of coffee bishol, because he says what they do is they boil it and boil it and boil it and boil it until all the water, all the water evaporates, and then they continue to heat it, and, uh, and it turns into powder. Um, in other words, what he says is that this is essentially a process of bishol. However, most posts can hold that once they continue heating it after the water is boiled away, we consider this roasting. And as such, we would be choshish for bishalach sli even in a keli sheni. Therefore, although Rab Moshe permits it, most posts can say not to make coffee in a keli sheni, but really to make coffee into a keli, in, in a keli shlishi, which means pour your boiling water out into a glass, pour that into your coffee cup. And as far as adding sugar there, that would not be a problem in a klishlishi, according to anybody. You can even add sugar to a kelishani. Further in now, the Ramah says, Vim ovar v'nosan melach afilu rishon afilu hu al What happens if someone accidentally on Shabbos added salt to his cooking cholent, to his cooking chicken soup, on the fire? 
Sha'avarisura, even though what he did was an Isidaraisa, Mutter Hamachal, the Ramah says that that doesn't answer the food. The Hamelach bottle al Gabi Hamachal, because the salt is bottled to it. Now, um, why, why is it, 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 uh, it bottled? The halacha is that something that's made for flavor is not bottled because you can always taste it. So where do you get bitl over here? The halacha is tam ki'ikr. If there's something you can taste, it is not bottled. Um, some say that if you have shishim against it, even though you can taste it, it's only asr midarabonam, but it's mafurish that it's asr. Something that is made to give taste and you can taste it does not become bottled. So the answer that what we're talking about is that it already had salt, and you're just adding a little bit more to it. And the amount of salt that you added to it would not really have flavored this. It, this is just working to make the, the salt that you gave previously, um, it, it is supplementing it so that together um, there will be taste. This is what's called Zev Zegorim, and then the halachi is, even though it's made for flavor, it is, uh, it, uh, it, it is still bottled. Now, um, what happens if uh, what happens if, uh, if there was no salt, and now you salted it for the first time? So the halach is that it is aser. With regard to um, with regard to anything else that you put in a klirishin. So the Mishnah brings down that there's another problem that we have here. The halachi is that davar sheeshlo matirin is low bottle. If there's anything that becomes mutter at a different point without bittel, Chazal said not to rely on bittel. Do not be matter something by way of bittel if it becomes mutter at a later time without bittel. If that's the case, then over here, why is it bottle after Shabbos? You'll be allowed to eat it. So why not wait until after Shabbos? It should be also for Shabbos since it is edible after Shabbos without bittel. The answer is that in Dover Sheesh Lamatirim we have a rule that if the Isser mixed with it, um, in, in, in a way that immediately it was it disappeared, meaning at the time it became usr, it did not have an identity of its own. It was mixed immediately. Then the halach is it doesn't become a davar sheeshlomatirin. This is a cloud that we have in davar sheeshlomatirin. Therefore, the Mishnah says that something that dissolves immediately, as in the case of salt, there we would not have a problem of davar sheeshlomatirin. But if there's anything that you added to the soup or your cholent, that doesn't dissolve immediately, that would answer the soup or the cholent until after Shabbos, because we would consider it a dover sheyesh lo matirin. Sif Yud, Asr litein tavlin bekara valaras aleh mikli risham. Not only, so we had so far, putting food in a pot on the fire is obviously bishol daraisa. Putting food in a kli risham that is off the fire is still bishol, the Mishnabur doesn't mention it, but it's a machlokis haposkim, if that's a daraisa or a darabonon. It seems like mi'ikar din we would hold that it, that it could be a daraisa. It's a question of how you learn pshat and yushalmi, and whether or not the bavli holds like the yushalmi as well. But many poskim hold that this is an isa daraisa, um, it, with the exception of salt mi'ikar din except that there's a tavel of bracha anyway. And now we have the question of irikli if you pour from a kli So pouring from a kli rishon onto, um, onto uh, a tavlin, onto spices that have not been cooked before, that the machaber is telling us is still going to be bishol. And lahalacha, we paskin, although it's an achlokus rishonim, we paskin that it cooks the outermost part of the food. It cooks kadei kalipa. It will not penetrate inside it, but it will cook the outer surface of whatever food it uh, um, it touches.
Now, the Mishnabura says that Bidyevid, we will only answer in a case of Irui Shalom Nifsak Hakiluach. The halacha is that there are two forms of Irui. There are two ways you can pour. One way that you can pour where you're pouring continuously, so that whatever, whatever hits the food is still connected with a direct stream going all the way into the pot. That's called Iru Shalom Nifsak HaKiluach. That the Mishnaburah says is Vadai Osir, and that will Osir even Bidiyevet. If you poured in that way that the stream didn't stop directly onto raw food and Shabbos, you couldn't eat that until after Shabbos, because the outer layer of it became cooked. But what happens if you gave a splash? Which means that when it hit it, it was no longer connected to the pot that it came from. There we will say that even though it's also to do to begin with, Bidiyevet, we will say that Iri of Nifsak HaKiluach is not going to be able to answer anything. Um, the uh, the, um, the Mishtaburah does point out that if you're dealing with something that was cooked or baked before, even though we're machmer, not even to put it into a Kelisheni, since there's a machlokis if there's Bishal Achrafiyah or not, Bidiyevet, we would not answer it. So that if uh, if somebody um, if somebody uh, um, um, put into a keli sheni, excuse me, in, if someone poured from a keli rishon onto something cooked, excuse me, onto something baked or onto something that was roasted, the halachas we will not aser it b'diyevid. And the mishnah also says that in a keli sheni we will not aser any of the food b'diyevid, even though we are machmer lechatchila for all foods almost all foods, may chashash that they are Kaleya Bishel.